0: Listener production. Welcome to Fail with Greta Lee Jackson, where I speak to well-known or successful people about moments where they failed. And it eventually turned into something that helped them on the road to success. You've heard the phrase, unlucky in love, right? Well, I've had bad luck when it comes to love so many times that I'm considering proposing to change the phrase to so desperate for romantic approval, they'll do anything so the other person can't possibly say no. I once drove seven hours, seven for a date. And it wasn't just any date. One, it was a weekend camping in the bush. And two, we had never met in person before. And three, he was a pig hunter. So here is a guy that owns a lot of knives, is pretty good at butchery, and I thought, oh, why not go to a remote location with him where no one can hear me scream? So we met at an airport hangar, a small rural airport, mind you, and he picked me up in his ute. And there are a lot of tools in the bed. And his opening line was... Do you like my corpse shovel? So, obviously I didn't die, I'm still here. And in fact, it was actually kind of fun. We made barbecue ribs, which are his favourite, and I also learnt how to correctly bleed out a pig carcass by leaving it overnight upside down in a shower recess, and that sticking your fist in the arsehole, cutting around it and pulling out the innards was the best way to clean out the carcass. Apparently, according to him, it makes it easier if you have run and water, but that's for fancy dickheads. So after the ribs, he tries to be romantic, or his version of it anyway, which involved grabbing my left tit in one hand and uttering the phrase, what do you reckon, and eating ribs covered in barbecue sauce with the other. Things were going okay until he touched my leg, which is when he cried out in disgust. Eh, your legs, did you shave them today? I quickly hurtled through a smorgasbord of different excuses. Ah, yeah, this morning. I don't know. They're not that bad. It's a long drive. I have a European background, and so on. Fuck me, that's full on. Reminds me of me mum. So here's a guy that's disgusted that I had stubble on my legs, but he fists dead pigs for a living and has no way of washing his hands afterwards because he's not one of these fancy dickheads with indoor plumbing. I still didn't say anything. I wanted his approval. All I said was, oh, they're not that bad, are they? Now, this is the point where I should have abandoned it. I should have said, you know what, I'm 29 years old, I deserve better than this, and hopped in the car and drove away. But what I actually thought was, you know what, I'm 29 years old, clock's ticking. I still drove away in the end, but I came back 10 minutes later with a pack of Lady Bic razors I'd picked up at the nearest servo and frantically shaved my legs in the campground shower block. Anything for that approval. A lot of people spend their lives believing that if they just have the 9 to 5 job, the marriage and the 2.5 kids, then they will have succeeded and life will be great. This was not the case for Aaron Gox, who forced himself to find out what really made him happy after he realised that domestic life was not all it's cracked up to be. Especially when you put yourself out there only to be taken advantage of by those close to you. You'd know Aaron from such internet hits as Stitch Up his remake of Ocean Girl and Guy with Cornrows Eats Corn While Listening to Corn. Aaron's an enigma. I've never been able to figure out if he is funny by accident or knows exactly what he is doing. Either way, he's a bloody nice man who has seen his fair share of bullshit but somehow never gets caught up in it and moves the hell on. And I find that admirable. He's unique, he's original, he's fearless and he's undeniably funny. And in that way, Aaron is a breath of fresh air. Metaphorically, not always physically, as he'll explain. So, Aaron, you just put you just put your phone away. Um, why? What were you you saying? You're bad with something. Bad with
1: what? Oh, just a bit of addicted with messages and commenting on things, and you know, like because most adults hang out with adults and have proper contact. But I'm a single dad. I spend most of my life with my kids. So, so that's, that's my, your social outlet kind of thing? That's my thing, yeah, like co- commenting on comment sections and... <laughs>
0: oh, look, people forget how to talk when you're not hanging out with other adults. Like my mum was telling me stuff like she she returned to work after two years of being barefoot and pregnant and then she like would baby talk to people? Yeah. <laughs> she like her brain yeah. was
1: fried. It is funny the things that cross over. Like I'm always tying up my daughter's shoelaces and now when I see people with undone laces, I feel like I want to tie them up for them. <laughs>
0: So Aaron, did you ever think that your career, like how it is now, like you're really well known, like you're well known online, you're sort of like this new age Aussie mascot in a way. And did you ever think that your career would be what it is now?
1: No, because for a long time I was just did the traditional like stand up route of just doing gigs and it wasn't, it was more of an effort thing. I didn't bother to like try and record anything and then. Started to use my parents' webcam and that, and that's, it's just effort, isn't it? You just got to get it out there and see, you know.
0: Okay, so obviously, like, Stitch Up is the big hit. Where did that come from? Because that is so matter of fact. It just resonated with a lot of people. It's so shareable, but it's essentially not not about anything. It's so good.
1: Well, it actually was a thing that happened. But then you've got to think, how do I present it? So that's like...
0: Oh, it's a real event?
1: Yeah. Oh, that
0: that makes me so fucking happy. But then it's
1: obviously... The thing happened, but then I've added my touch to it. Because
0: it doesn't seem like that. It seems like you have literally just talking about what happened. And I think that's why people
1: love it so much. Because I I don't want to just keep talking about Aunty Donna, but it was like hanging out with them and I just said it to them just as a funny thing to say to mates. And then they laughed and I was like... Well, if they like it, you know, there's oh, yeah. something in that. And that's why hanging out with people helps. And since moving down here to Melbourne, um, I didn't have as many people in Brisbane to bounce ideas off. And that, I mean, there's people there that do commie, but not on the same mindset. Or so you,
0: you found moving back here like way yeah. more beneficial for creativity and stuff like that? Yeah,
1: definitely. And with the group I'm working with, it helps a lot. Yeah.
0: Oh, there's a group you're working with?
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, they're called Hot Dad Productions. <laughs> oh, oh yeah.
0: I have seen that. That is sensational. I didn't realise that – I thought they got you in as a cast member um,
1: but if your involvement's bigger than that. Originally, yeah, they were using a lot of different – and then um, – I don't know what the future holds if, we, if we'll if we always be doing things together but we've, we're just working on a series at the moment that's based around me so that's exciting.
0: Oh, it was so good, the stuff I've seen. It's fantastic. One more question about Stitch Up. Did you did you change the names for legal reasons or is that
1: true? Um, I can't even remember what names I said. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the real names, yeah. Because um at that point, because that was one that really like took off so at that point I didn't expect it to be going to many people. Yeah. Cause before that, I only had a, a pretty uh, a niche sort of thing. I, I had things that were big, but I was, it was more just a meme. Remember the corn? The one? corn
0: was massive on Reddit. But
1: I never get it accredited to me. It's just like, oh, look at this cooked, cooked unit. <laughs> <laughs> cooked unit.
0: Which
1: That's... could be for the best, because it could be like those ones, like, oh, look at this guy trying. Where they're a bit mean spirited, you know, those ones where they're like, oh, look at this guy trying to sing and do All Star or whatever. You know those sort. Of... Yeah, yeah,
0: and they don't get it.
1: Some of those are a bit mean spirited, where it's like laughing at them.
0: Oh, they are. They totally are. Because it's the internet; and you can be anonymous. And yeah. But like, say if someone did that to you, jokes on them because they don't get it. You yeah. know, it's yeah. It says more about. I like them. to
1: think I'm somewhere between. I don't think I'm like kicking ass in life, but I also don't think I'm a complete loser. <laughs> somewhere in between.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I think that's what resonates. I think people can feel like they can relate to you because you're not. Know it's yeah. just like, here I am, I've done this thing and you can like it or you don't. I don't really care. That's like, it's yeah. kind of unique in that media landscape at Cause the moment. Because that's how
1: I see humour. Everyone sees humour in different ways. I don't want to laugh at like someone who looks like Brad Pitt or, you know, you want a little bit of a loser. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope a lot of people are like that, you know? So, yeah.
0: Because
1: I grew up, I loved like, uh, Chris Farley, you know, Chris Farley? Yeah, I
0: love Chris Farley. That
1: sort of thing where I'm like, they're making fun of themselves. They're not like, oh, how good am I? You know <laughs>
0: that sketch that he did. The um, I always loved that the Chippendales one. Yeah,
1: that's it. That's what with I'm, Patrick going Patrick Swayze. That sort of thing. Yeah, but um, I don't know if people want to see my my hairy body, but
0: <laughs> no. But just making himself the actual the, the subject of fun. Yeah, yeah. And I wanted to ask you about that. Look, how much of it is an act? How much of it is a <laughs> character? I've always wondered that. I
1: get asked that a lot. Yeah. Um, I like to keep it mysterious. No, yeah, no, I,
0: no, no, but that's good. Maybe um, that's the key to it. Maybe I. Maybe it's like...
1: Well, the, uh, the funny thing is um, after a few years off the circuit, i uh trying to get back into dating again and oh, yeah. uh, I end up having to tell them because um, I'm not like, oh, check out my stuff, but inevitably they say, what do you do for a living? And a I, I say comedy and they find it and I have to be like, it's, it's, it's you know, keep in mind it's exaggerated because I don't want them, what they see there, thinking that's 100% me. Yeah. But also, it's not, it's somewhere, I don't know the exact percent. I'd probably say what I put out is 60 to 70% me. So it's, yeah, it's, it's a lot like me, but it's obviously exaggerated, you know. I'm trying to get back on the dating circuit. I did have a nightmare. Oh, go on. A couple of months ago, it was like the first one back. It was looking really nice. We met up like um went to the theatre and stuff and then she was like, oh, yeah, Um so, yeah, come around my house and I brought the kids and I, I thought we were just going there. That afternoon I got the girls after school and I didn't know um, we'd be staying and she asked us to stay and then so I was like, you know, obviously didn't, didn't prepare myself or anything. And then – so we're, like, like sleeping in the bed and she's, like, oh, oh my God, you're – like, you know, like, do you groom yourself? Because I must have been, like, smelly or whatever. <laughs> so it's, like, that's pretty bad. But it's, like, I didn't have any warning or whatever. You
0: didn't tell me to – You,
1: you, oh, you want to know? But she was pretty rude about it, right? I got a text message lying on the other side of the bed and it said, "Um, no offense, but, um, you know, you need some, you need some spray –
0: Shut up. She texted you. She's in one side of the bed. Yeah. You're on the other side of the bed. And she texted you. Yeah.
1: I was like uh, how imagine that scene. It's like, beep, beep, your message beeps, have a look. And and you know what I did? I was like I was so like I was like shocked and also offended. And I just went and sat in the lounge room because my daughter's asleep in the other room. And I just sat in the lounge room because I was like, I don't want to stay in the like this is done. You know? <laughs>
0: That's mental. Like, yeah. that says
1: way more about yeah. her. Like, yeah, I know. That That was like a big thing of like, this is done, you know? But was this...
0: Because this it's, it's like everything
1: it? on top of everything. Yeah, it was like the first time saying there. And I was like... Like, you know, I would have prepared myself better because you don't you – don't, if you think you're staying over or whatever. Yeah. So, so I was like had a – probably was sweaty as, as as a human does from a normal day. Completely. I just brought the girls from school and the, the house was like an hour away. We drove there, whatever. And then the time that insured as well. Yeah, so it was pretty nasty. But it's, it's good to get that stuff out of the way early, you know. Cause oh, uh, yeah. You can only put up those charades for so long where you – Oh, completely. Because you'll gradually return to who you are, you know. <laughs>
0: Yeah, sometimes I'm like, I'm just so grateful for my, uh, my fellow for taking me for who I am. But sometimes <laughs> I go, why? <laughs> why?
1: <laughs> well, that that's part of the thing of why I held off for a long time as well because I'm like, I'm not a great person. No, not in kindness ways, but I mean what people want, you know. <laughs> like I'm like... You know what I mean? And I don't want to be...
0: That, that, I'll just say that's in your head, but I understand what you're saying.
1: No, I, I, I'm not finding the right words. Where I don't think personally I have a problem, but I, I don't want to be changing myself at that point.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, you, But
1: now I'm ready, but I'm actually finding it hard to shed the bad habits.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Right, okay. But, but you, bad
0: habits like what? What, just...
1: Oh, uh-huh. just, yeah, just like grooming myself and... <laughs> Because well, when
0: you're on your own, you get into certain ways. Yeah,
1: well, it went from sort of being married where you do let yourself go a bit. And then it was like, and then it was like being divorced and living with my parents where I'm like, I'm not going to be bringing anyone back here anyway. Yeah. Plus, I'm in that sort of dad role. And and then the years build up and you, you get in those modes, get in those habits, you know? <laughs> and, uh,. It's similar to the car things where it's not all me, but it is, it's partly me, but it's also ro- just bad situations, bad people. And <laughs> yeah, well, but it, it flows on from there, you know. That
0: sometimes happens when like you're kind and, and you give everybody a go. Yeah. Like you sort get of. It's like so- advantage Avenger. Yeah, sometimes.
1: It was weird too, is because I was like, but I started to like it too. And then I was, for a couple of days after, I was like, was still. Trying to see like, oh, can we give it another shot kind of thing? But Aww. then but then after that I was like so glad that it I didn't Yeah.
0: Because oh, so you, were you to do get... some
1: funny things where you're like when oh emotions and heart and that are involved, where you're like and the person with now is like a lot better. But even then she's like So like when are you gonna get when are you gonna get a haircut and
0: <laughs> Don't try to change me, baby. Yeah,
1: yeah. I was like I was just like, Oh, don't worry, I'll i I'll start going bald soon or <laughs> Nah, but that's y- part of that thing where I'm, it is kind of my fault because I'm like, oh, it's all part of an act, it's all part of an act. And then the line's oh. blurred where it's like, like kind of like my hair is part of my character but then it's like but I like it as well. <laughs> yeah. it's You know where those lines blur? Yeah. <laughs>
0: I do. There's Aaron Gock's a character, and Aaron yeah. you know the guy. And some of it's. It
1: started as a joke, but now I like it. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what the the mallet started as a joke, yeah. and now you like it. That's fine. I don't know.
1: I don't like talking about. It too,
0: no, 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 no. I was going to ask you. Do people. Um, your fans go. Oh, you didn't cut your hair, did you? Did they get? Do they get sad about it? <laughs>
1: yeah, sometimes. <laughs>
0: so the people that love you online are like, keep it, keep it, keep it, and the yeah. people you want to love in real life are like, when are you yeah. getting rid of it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that is weird. That's a yeah. weird paradox.
1: It's definitely.
0: I was. I remember being told for ages by my mum, like, oh, when are you gonna? When are you gonna dye your hair back to normal? And when are you gonna <laughs> do this? And when are you gonna? You know, you know, men don't like coloured hair. <laughs> Why
1: don't? My, you go to my parents' house. There's not many photos of me because they just they've hated like my hairstyles over the year. Mum hates long hair. And,
0: is that kind of why you're
1: doing it a bit? Yeah, a bit of rebellion. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, um, it's I-
1: pretty sad actually. It's like <laughs> there's no photos of me. There's more photos of the dog and. <laughs> nah, but they're great. They put up with a lot. I shouldn't talk bad about my parents. They have put up with a lot over the years, but yeah, they're good. <laughs> That's the thing is talking about like. Where they don't they don't get what we do or whatever, but it's like also it is
0: they still support you regardless. Yeah,
1: and it is hard for them to understand. Like it makes no sense sometimes. Well, mum probably can't work out. Like what what does this mean? Like what where is he getting his fan? Like if you've got if you're like just because they have me quite old, so they're pretty old. If you've grown up with most of your life with no internet and you know, <laughs> and then all of a sudden people can. It probably makes no sense to her that I can put a video online and people can watch it. Eating and corn and it's, <laughs>
0: and it's a hit, yeah.
1: Like she understands TV but that makes sense to her.
0: <laughs> but we're, we've we grown up with something different and we're trying to make it what we
1: <laughs> yeah – what
0: is best for us. Okay, so, so you're seeing someone now but if you were out of the game for a while, was that because like the kids were little and that was the attention?
1: Yeah, and um – um. Um, back in Brisbane, I was living with my parents, which isn't ideal for a...
0: <laughs> it was pretty noble though, Aaron, yeah. come on, like, raising these girls, like... Yeah,
1: yeah, life just takes you in some funny directions, I was kind of, um, went through a bit of pain with, with the breakup of, with their mum, and then, um, yeah, just focus, did focus on the comedy quite a bit, and... It's it takes it's like you look back and like a few years pass, but when it's happening, you don't think of like oh years pass. because so, that's the worst way to go about it. You can't be like I've got a date. Like I'm getting old and like
0: <laughs> no, you yeah. get the desperation coming through. No <laughs> fuck no. But 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 in that way, look at years past and look how much shit you've done. You know, yeah, like exactly. that's that's incredible. Throwing yourself into it. I mean, sometimes people say people think that that's. I mean, that's how that's how we cope, right? Yeah. If, if, when there's the shit times and we're at hitting rock bottom. What do you have? The one thing you have is your creative outlet, and that's where yeah. you pour your energy into it. Well, you had that in the. the well, kids, it's obviously. awesome
1: for me because it's the only thing in my life that I've ever felt I can do, which sounds a bit silly, but it. Because it's like you think of people who do a trade and they feel competent, like, oh, I'm giving this to the world. Like, I'm, a, I'm a chip carpenter or a plumber or. That's you know. It's
0: like a physical, tangible skill. Yeah, yeah.
1: and I've tried things, and I'm like, no, I've, I've like, I don't. I've tried that sort of thing. I tried trades. I tried all different jobs, and I did them just to get by. But it didn't feel right. It didn't. And this is something where it's like this feels right. Like, and some people it scares them. They're like, how could I make people laugh? But for me, it's the only thing that feels right. <laughs>
0: that's that's so interesting. Like. So, did you feel like you were like never good at those physical things, yeah. like the trades and things, and you just yeah. felt like you were just doing it?
1: Ever- or, or anything? I, I tried study as well. I tried. It just didn't suit me, you know.
0: <laughs> and well, obviously, obviously, comedy does. Yeah. Like stand up, and men. it's taken
1: a long time to get to it. Like I, I started doing stand up gigs about ten years ago, you know, and just up in Brisbane. There's not not a lot of gigs there, so you like um and everyone's different some people i think i think they call them gig pigs where they gig a lot They're like and i wasn't like that i'm not a heavy rider like some people are they fill up books and books of i wasn't like that so like i'd do a gig here you know a gig here a gig there. And, and like i was talking about the the years passed by the months and because i was juggling my kids as well so but then, and then i started to come down south so like sydney and melbourne we'd do like a week of gigs and that opened my eyes a lot because it was like Lot more going on as something to aim for, you know, and and people actually told me they like noticed like would say to me, "Oh, you're improving," you know. Okay. The more effort you put in, more, for, which is nice to know because I I used to like play sports as well, just for local teams, and then I quit that, put all my focus on comedy. So yeah, I think it does. Um. Obviously the more effort you put into things, the better you go, I think. So
0: in a way kind of can you like thank the shit times for like making <laughs> you throw – Yeah, that. did you find that? Like to not – I mean how do you look back on So it I'm now? a bit
1: worried if I start being happy now that I won't be funny.
0: <laughs> do you mind telling me a little bit about like what happened? Like what was the shit time for you? What did spur on that throwing yourself into your creativity?
1: Um, I guess just – it was a bit of everything, like the personal stuff and, and the work and getting um,
0: frustrated with a job. Yeah, you're right, yeah. Right. Like yeah. a like a nine to fiver.
1: Yeah. Cause when you're younger, when you like go out of school, you'd be like you're pretty smug, you know that, when you're young and you're like and then you go, Oh the job's just something you do and then and you think you can push it to the side. But then you realise how much you spend of your waking life doing that and you've got to be happy.
0: How much time you're pouring into it. Yeah. yeah.
1: And if you're just miserable, because you know, whatever. I don't know the exact maths, but a week goes for a hundred hours or whatever. But then a lot of that you're sleeping, <laughs> and and you go from one thing to the other. Like you cop grief at home, and then you cop grief at work. And you're like, everyone's just always on my back, you know. And and that was my outlet is just being funny, trying to be funny, I guess. <laughs> but um. I don't know. You can be modest, but everyone knows they're funny.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: But um yeah, for me, um yeah, I just feel comfortable and um and nothing really compares to. Like I said I played sports and my teams weren't great, but even when you won, it was like, oh yeah, we won. Yeah. Like moderately happy. But that feeling would never match with getting laughter or mm. at a gig or um you you'd know from online like uh, uh, um, you know, it's good to see nice comments or whatever. And
0: yeah, no, nice – It's and you probably get the majority of them are nice. We, we get a fair few uh, filthy ones in there. But no, I, right.
1: I get I cops and grieve as well. Yeah. all Those people are out there. Yeah, exactly. I, I've probably got to learn to ignore them because I always start saying something cheeky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you spe- especially it's like because, you know, if you've got the different ones too, like there's the video ones and I'll also do like a a, a text joke. And if someone makes fun of that, I'll just sarcastically go like, oh, I'm sorry you didn't enjoy this free... It's a free gag, you know, that I've written.
0: We've engaged with trolls and they've come back and said, look, oh, I'm sorry. Like you just ask them how they are. Like why do you say that mean stuff? And then once once a guy was like, oh, sorry, you know, obviously I've got as much talent as a wet paper bag and I'm not really authorised yeah, yeah. to comment. And I'm like, okay,
1: well. It's like critics and mm. critics are probably people that couldn't do it. <laughs> so they write about that it. That
0: is what my old man says. That's what my old man says. And it, it does sort of help a little bit but like but why is it affects you so much. Like I've been absolutely – there are times that I've been shat on by critics and it's really affected not only my
1: show attendance but also
0: your self-esteem. You're like, well, yeah. I'm not good enough, I should quit. Uh, you know, why and even bother?
1: You know what the problem is? I think um, nicer people are quieter. So the the rude pricks are more likely to go, I hate this, I hate... And have you seen that thing where people say ignore comment sections? They say that because they're so, like, rude and... Yeah. But... I can see the thinking behind that, but I wish nicer people spoke up and yeah. and said like, get, "Oh, like I said before, how long comments? Like I'm all, I'm often replying to Gronk saying like, oh, buzz off,' and yeah, yeah, because yeah. you you need that, yeah, because unfortunately, they're, they're the real people that are out there, you know. And I want
0: to know basically the fucking lowest ebb for you. For me, it actually was in. Like of recent times, I've had some of the shittest times in my life in this city. I was absolutely at my wits end at one comedy festival and I just did not want to do it anymore. I'd been slammed by critics. I was like broke, like homeless and doing this fucking show I hated and that everybody else hated apparently according to the paper. Um, And it was just shit. So I have a kind of like a bit of an anxiety relationship with being here but I can definitely think, well, that was – pretty much like rock bottom for me yeah. in terms of creativity and achieving. I was just like, well, I should just I should just give up comedy altogether. Is there a time you want to relate to me that made you just like almost give up? Just comparing that to where you are now. Is well, there a time- I
1: – yeah. Um, so I moved down – this is like my second shot at Melbourne. I moved down here a few years ago and that only – that lasted like three months. It was – I forgot the exact date. I think it was like 2014 – and I came down around June or something, anyway. And um, um, so I've got uh, full custody of my kids now. But at the time, the the court things were still going through, so they were still up in Brisbane living with my parents. And I came down without them, so I was like super lonely without them. But I was like determined. I'm like big city dream. We're gonna try and make this work. But
0: with the view to getting them back as well, or was no, it more just
1: that, the two things are separate? Right, I just, right. Like like. They're important, but so is doing something you love. Yeah, right. But I had no – was not producing anything. Like like it wasn't until I went back after that three months and started recording things, you know, then I got some some fans or whatever. Yeah. So I just came here and you, you'd you know about the stand-up systems that are in place. It's very much go through open mics and whatever. There's no exact system. So I was, I was living down here – had no decent job. I was doing, like, laboring, which is not a nice industry. They send you out. You get a call, go, oh, you're out of this factory today. And they might say, don't come back tomorrow. It's really like that. So that's not nice. Everything on top of each other. Missing home had no – I had no production or anything. I wasn't making videos or anything. Um, Wasn't writing well. So I guess going back ended up good for me at the end. But at that point, I didn't know that – just in hindsight, now it worked, but at that point, it was going, going back to but, Brisbane, yeah. You're like, I've failed at that point. It was like with the tail between the legs because I wasn't literally going to people when I left Brisbane going like, Oh, F you, but if, in my mind, it was like that. It was like, See you, See you it's later. A, Brisbane's this weird middle ground where it's big but small, it's the world's biggest country town, we used to call it, but <laughs> so it's weird. And then, um, but yeah, then I started doing stuff, and, and um. I mean went back to Brisbane yeah, and then yeah. so started to do um, just trying to get, get a fan base going. So the first thing I was doing was um, I realised like interaction is big, you know, like p- people like the interaction. They so need to
0: feel like they're your mate. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what I did was I'd, I did this um, series I called Feed Me Anything where I'd say tell me, you know, in the comment section uh, something to eat and then I'll go and do it. <laughs> so and good. And I wasn't even doing videos. I was just doing a photo. Like someone would go, Ty, for example. And there was people, you know how people try and outcomedy you? Like, oh, I'll... so there's the people trying to be funny, but I just ignore that because, you know, the people would be like, oh, seven spiders or something. It's like yeah. but You're a good one, mate. Because my humour is more about the mundaneness of suburbia and stuff. The where banality, these pe- yeah. They, yeah, that's – um, I just ignore those because it's like I'm not trying to be jackass. I'm not trying to be like, oh, I'm eating a, a shoe or I'm eating a wombat. You know, it's not that's my, my humour. So that's what I did. But it was very niche. It was very – what's that word? Like cult. It was like a, f- a few people would join each week, whatever. But I was stoked because I wasn't thinking big numbers. But that's why I think having that original one – Help for stitch up to take off because you you can't start from zero. You know, right, right. Well, like I said earlier, I like bouncing ideas off people, but I am proud that that was just me. That no one told me that I just started that, and it was just a, obviously it was a rip off of um, ask me anything. You know, yeah, feed yeah. me anything.
0: That's <laughs> so good, but it's simple. It's it's reframing something. You know, every day, like a item of food, Thai food. It's reframing yeah. it in a way that gives it this auratic value. Yeah. And people can have agency and And, power.
1: And you've got to be able to work within your means because it's like if your idea is I'm going to do something with big special effects, well, it's like, well, how do you get access to that? And that's what for me it's like, well, I'm already eating all these foods. So after that, another (laughs) one I did because I was a taxi driver for my job. Right. And I just thought I'm driving around, how can I use that? And I realised I was having a lot of... A particular brand, and I'm allowed to say brands on this. It's not like yeah, ABC. Yeah, no, no, so I was like eating a lot of Red Rooster. So I thought another series I could do would be because I'm driving around, and you end up you can go in any direction. You can't control which way people want you to drive them. So I thought I'll do a series where I try to eat as many Red Roosters as I can. You know, just something, and that got a bit of interest too. So just things like that. I think the calm one. I was just a suggestion from someone. Or yeah, <laughs>
0: it takes a special kind of um, talent to make some boring ass shit like interesting. Yeah, that's and right. Engaging and funny, and uh, it's it's yeah the mundane. Well, that's stuff. what I
1: think the hum- where the humor is because some people, everyone has a different experience. I- I've noticed a lot of artists who grow up in the country and then. And they're really talented, in that. and then and then you've got inner city people. They grow up with like arty parents in around Newtown or whatever, you know. And then, but for me, I was always those not far out of suburbs. So I'm not like Penrith or whatever, you know. But that the mundaneness of Aussie suburbia, because that's kind of like what the castle was, you know. Like yeah. in, in this world, when everyone was trying to prove like how worldly they are, everyone's like, "I'm having pulled pork. I'm having kale," you know. Oh yeah, and yeah. they're just like. Chicken wrap or like rooster, or, they just stick to their guns. That's gun. what it is. That's what it is. It's not trying to be
0: anything, it's, just it's be not.
1: yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just
0: be yourself. That's, use Red Rooster as a message to be yourself.
1: And, 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 um, I don't want to mention names, but, but, but say like, you know, like a Chris Franklin who's very, that strong bogan. I, I think like I'm even a little bit different of that because I'm not like going like VBs and Durries. I'm, Certainly. Yeah, I'm, I'm that in between. So, yeah. Yeah. And also, like I was saying, you can just end up in a direction and not on purpose. Like I ended up in in labouring and in footy clubs and, and I don't even think of myself like that. I'm not very like Right. <laughs> masculine and you just ended up and there. Yeah, because you're just like, what am I gonna do for work? And my biggest fear is having to do real work again. <laughs> oh, I don't reckon that's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> How did you manage? I always wondered this about you when I found out that you did have that you were single dad. How do you manage gigs like at night? Yeah. You know what I mean? When you got
1: well, that's what I was saying, like I, I, I have been getting away from stand-up because it's not easy in that way. Right. So I'm, I haven't been gigging a lot but when I did I was I was getting babysitters but that's that's why um, um, I don't like to do things f- just for financial reasons but you do have to think if I'm going to a gig and the babysitting is going to end up making meaning I make ten bucks, you know? Right. I've got to... Th- mathematical decision work yeah so and that's why the first time when I didn't bring them down and my parents w- would have yeah you just you gotta you can't live without your kids you know <laughs> yeah it's it's not easy
0: yeah
1: it was a very tough decision to move and bring them because my parents would have probably looked after them in Brisbane but <laughs> if you're their dad you want to be with them you
0: know <laughs> yeah yeah and um especially if you feel like you can't provide for them as the best you can in Brisbane. Yeah. You've got to come down here and actually make a living of it. Like I don't know, so many people would just choose the easy route, but yeah. you know, you got to kind of I feel like there's there's always a way to make it work yeah. for your situation.
1: Yeah, it's it's hasn't been easy. It's pretty tough, but um I'd like to think I'm showing them a good thing in of like follow what you love, yeah, not like, just yeah. do what is sensible or whatever.
0: Yeah, that's our parents' generation. <laughs> Take the safe route. And, you know, there's reasons for that. Like we have our views for different reasons yeah. and they have their views for different well, reasons.
1: Well, it's really hard to show them that you're making good progress because the things that mean a lot to us in comedy don't mean as much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if you're yeah. like, oh, but, but mum, I got really big laughs last night. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why my dad, right, like he has been helping me a lot almost like a manager. Oh, really? But it was like... What,
0: with the business side of things?
1: Yeah, but not, not in a massive amount, but like like I sell some shirts. Uh, he helps with that, like order them in and send them I've out. i have seen people wearing them. <laughs> well, and like, but what I was going to say, one of, like one of my gigs in Brisbane and he was like like running the door kind of thing. And th- wow. that was great because he can see with his own eyes. Like here's like 80 people who've left their house to come see my son, which is quite exciting. Because you know... Cause you know your own gig compared to those weekly gigs where there's five acts on that yep. people aren't there for one particular, but the, these are people who just come because you're on, you know, which is quite exciting. Yeah,
0: and you sold out in Sydney, didn't you? Yeah, at the, at the I've
1: done quite well the shows I've I've done, yeah. and I would like to tour more, but it's hard with the kids. But
0: yeah,
1: it's crazy because I've never I haven't travelled much in my life. I've never even been out of Australia,
0: haven't you?
1: And then this year I've been just like. The past year I've gone to a place I'd never been to. I'd never been to Adelaide. never been to Perth. And and I have low expectations. I'm like, oh, I hope some people come. I get there and there's like a line-up. And <laughs>
0: yeah, that's yeah. so good. I went
1: to Canberra. I was like, I don't know what it's like. Like, I was like, I've never been there in my life. Don't know if I've got many fans. And then they had like 100 people there. Was like that was pretty exciting. So
0: good. Yeah. That's so good. That's so
1: hard to do. And you can't just constantly show up at towns. But I do get requests, like, because I've been to Perth once and I get messages, um, not massive amounts, but still probably like one a week, minimum, some weeks, two or three with people going, oh, come to Perth, when are you coming to Perth? And I'd love to. But it's just so far and, you yeah. know, and it's like, but I'll get there eventually, but... Because I've got a good work ethic coming from labouring. Yeah. I could do that. I, I, I'm not above constantly going on the road, going to little towns. But, yeah, just with the kids it makes it hard. Plus I'm trying to focus at the moment on, on filming things and, and you can't do it all. You've got to.
0: Oh, completely. Yeah, you've, you've got to, got to kind it, of. Yeah. Um,
1: you've
0: got to list the priorities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why
1: at the moment I've I've s- said to myself film some stuff and just put touring on the, on the side, you know. And I make an effort, you know, I like to um, hang out after a show if people want to have a chat or anything. And
0: yeah,
1: I've even been um, um, some of those shirts. I've been delivering them to people. They get and they're oh, pretty really? stoked about that. Oh, yeah, re- Pan
0: yeah. delivering stuff. Yeah, yeah, That's really cool. <laughs>
1: yeah, mainly because I just don't trust Australia Post. But <laughs> 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 it's like yes, it got there. I know for sure. And then, and then and, and and things like um. They can try on the size or whatever. But, yeah, they're pretty staked. To, to, some people don't believe it. They're like, are you just lying or do you actually come out?
0: <laughs> that's right. And that's where you'd probably differ from a lot of people <laughs> that are, like, above talking to yeah. audiences, let's be honest. Um, what I was going to ask you, what uh, what is the big picture for you? What is the big picture?
1: Um, I just want to be as funny as I can and, I mean you know reality kicks in you got to pay bills and stuff so i'd love to just keep it as a career but i know i don't know what the future holds but i think if you keep trying hard and keep producing you can do it but a bit bit more security you know cuz like i i don't know i'm just taking each job one at a time so i don't i don't know what that entails like perhaps like I know the days of like a sitcom are kind of dead, you know, a series, but something pretty secure would be really nice, yeah. You know? the, the
0: dead, but like it's like it's changing.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Um. Well, look, I think we can wrap it up there, Aaron. It's been really, yeah. really fucking great chatting with Thanks you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, and. Um, it's
1: like a, uh, uh, like a psychiatrist, like visiting a psychiatrist. therapy. Reckon? Yeah. Yeah, why? Get these things off your chest. Yeah. And you- because I just live with kids. I can't tell them this.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's interesting when you, when you kind of put it into words, what's been bugging you, it kind yeah. of is not a, a weird threat at the back of your brain anymore because yeah. it's out there. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you.
1: Man. Therapeutic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Therapeutic. Oh, great. I'm really happy about that. Aaron's one of those guys you just hope will be all right. He does pretty damn well for himself, despite considerable odds, but there's still that niggling feeling of wanting to check up on him from time to time. I understand it's probably totally in my head, considering he's one of the most beloved comics and content makers in the country. So I reckon he'll be fine, no matter what life throws at him, because he's more likely to take action than sitting around being miserable. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to share your fails with me, you can contact me on my Facebook page or Twitter. Listener